You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we are live with the Standing Room Spartans podcast. I am Kevin. He is Scott. And we are here with the week, what is this, week four picks. We got a full slate to get to. We've got, I, I think, a really fun slate to get to. Before we do, of course, uh, subscribe to the show if you're not already. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Those links are in the, the show notes of whatever app you're listening to. Same with the Facebook group. It's the Standing Room Spartans community if you want to search for it. But otherwise... Uh, the link is in the show notes as well. Uh, anything else? Uh, run your pool. That's what we're doing today. We're making our picks from our run your pool contest that's been going on all season long. And if you're in the pool, make your picks for the week. Just a reminder. Um, but yeah, Scott, we got a full slate here. Where do we want to kick this thing off? Did you see that George Pickens catch last night? My God, ridiculous. I watched an exorbitantly high amount of Steelers preseason football, and he was making catches not quite that good, but like that all preseason. So I drafted him in fantasy, and now I'm very excited I did. He's going to come along. Uh, Anyway, this is a college football podcast, so we're going to dive into it. We try to keep the intros light on these picks. Um, So let's just dive right into the big house. Uh, This one, Maryland at number four, Michigan, noon on Fox. undefeated maryland against undefeated michigan Uh, maybe not quite the same caliber of undefeated teams but who knows run your pool open this one at michigan minus 16 and a half DraftKings has it uh, right now at minus 17 so pretty much the same two and a half touchdowns kevin um what kind of undefeated versus undefeated are we going to see in the big house this week i feel so confident about michigan covering this game it's the what's the saying the leopard doesn't change our spots right it's just we've seen this every single year from both sides michigan what do they do they get the early season string of home games and they crush everybody they beat them all by 50 and then the regular season actually kind of gets going maryland what do they do every year they go into these big non-conference games against cupcakes and bad teams They look really good. The offense is firing. They win these games by double digits. And then they get crushed by every good team that they play. And as as a guy who makes picks like kind of from the gut, usually, um, this one comes down to a very simple principle. Like if I bet or pick 
Michigan and Maryland proves me wrong, then all right, you know what? It happens, but you know, I, I can feel good about making that pick. If you pick Maryland in this game and the first quarter is over and it's 17 to nothing, like how dumb do you feel thinking like, nope, this is the time. This is going to be the one that Maryland wins. Like, just don't do that to yourselves. Pick Michigan. It's it's right there in front of us. Since joining the Big Ten, these teams have faced each other seven times uh, every year since 2014, except the COVID year. Maryland won the first one by seven in 2014, but that was Brady Hoke era. So take it with a grain of salt. Since then, since Jim Harbaugh took over, Michigan 28 nothing, Michigan 59 to 3, Michigan 35 to 10, Michigan 42 to 21, Michigan 38 to 7 and Michigan 59 to 18. Since Jim Harbaugh took over, Michigan has never not covered this 17 point spread. The the slimmest margin was 21 points. It's in the big house. Michigan's as good as they've been under Jim Harbaugh. Right, uh, that's the thing is people are convinced that this is the best team that Harbaugh's had. So if yeah. you believe even a, a second of that. That said, this is totally still the game where, where Michigan comes out of their non-conference. They steamroll an undefeated Big Ten team, and they're like, see, we are that good. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, fine, <laughs> whatever. Same thing, like you said, every year. But yeah, give me Michigan to to win by a lot, um, more than 17, more than 16 and a half. All right, we're going to dive down to SEC country. Our order's a little messed up this week. Just roll with it. Uh, We're going to go down to number 20, Florida, going to Rocky Top to face number 11, Tennessee, 330 on CBS. This Tennessee team, I think, has a little bit different uh, mojo than they've had in years past. I mean, they've certainly been up to 11 before recent years, but to me, it feels a little different, Kevin. Uh, This one, Run Your Pool opened at Tennessee minus 10.5, and DraftKings has the same at Tennessee minus 10.5, so... Kevin, a, a spooky line. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know. This is probably the the game this week that I know the few the the. I just I don't have a good feel on this at all. This, this is what it comes down to. Anthony Richardson, the quarterback of Florida, if he's on his game, they can beat anybody. But the Tennessee offense, when they're firing on all cylinders, they can beat anybody, and. I just don't have a good feel for it. It's a rivalry game, so I'm just going to take the points. I'll take Florida here, but I, it's I'm only picking this game because I have to. It's so somber. Yeah. Um, Florida just hasn't. They're not consistent enough for me yet this year. Um, they came out and beat Utah, and then they dropped one the very next week. Uh, this one's in Rocky Top. Like I said, I do think there's a little bit different energy in at Tennessee this year uh, than their typical preseason or early season hype. So uh, I'll take Tennessee to cover. and I hate it, but I'll take it. Uh, give me the gaudy orange. Ugh, hate it. Uh, we're going to go down Worst to the night games in here. Back to the Big Ten. Um what I wish was a better matchup than I think it is. Wisconsin traveling to the shoe to face number three, Ohio State, the local juggernaut. 7.30 on ABC. Run your pool opened at Ohio State minus 17.5. That has expanded on DraftKings to minus 19. Um, that's a huge line for this one, but it is in the shoe. Kevin, three touchdowns? 
I got a, a hot tip here from Super K. He's a uh, he's a Wisconsin guy, and he told me trying to find the message to to kind of read it off more exactly. But basically, Wisconsin is out three defensive backs that would normally be starting if you know everybody were healthy, and you're going up against Ohio State in the shoe. And you're getting Jackson Smith and Jigba back. I don't know, man. I I just think that this Ohio State offense is kind of starting to click. And we already saw the Notre Dame game where it's like, okay, well, how will they face the the ground and pound physical teams? Because last year that was their their bugaboo, right? Against Michigan and Oregon and these physical run games. They just kind of got beat at the line of scrimmage. Well, they played Notre Dame earlier this year, and I know Notre Dame's not that good, but at least they played a team who wants to play that style and has big, strong, talented players. So it's not going to be anything Ohio State hasn't seen. And if you're telling me that Wisconsin's out a few DBs playing in Columbus, that's just not something I want to bet against. So give me Ohio State to roll pretty comfortably in this one. Yeah, this uh, I'm not going to add too much to that. You can't lose Washington to Washington State at home and then go to the shoe and keep it close. It's just it's a Buckeye big win. Wisconsin's not it's not their year. Uh, to be it that feels Wisconsin like Wisconsin team. has kind of lost their their edge a little bit. Am I am I wrong? It's been a couple years. Yeah, and the West is is not getting worse around them. Um. I don't know the Graham Mertz thing. I think that didn't work out, and they've just kind of been like spinning their wheels with him at quarterback. Um, I mean, they certainly still have Braylon Allen, which can get you places. He's a monster the yeah. running back. But uh, yeah, give me Ohio State to cover in the shoe, get the momentum early, and just keep riding it. Um, we're gonna go to back to SEC country to Jerry World. So I don't know why this is being played at Jerry World, but number 10 Arkansas is meeting number 23 Texas A&M at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. 7 o'clock. Division on, game. What are we doing? 7 o'clock on ESPN. You know somebody's getting screwed out of a, a home game in this one. Imagine like it is. Michigan State, Penn State playing at the Cleveland Browns Stadium. <laughs> like, what? what are we, this is so strange. Uh, yeah, so we got AM minus two and a half on run your pool. DraftKings has it down to AM minus two. Um, I don't know. This is another, this is kind of like that Florida Tennessee one to me. Both teams have like a, a weird storyline so far this year. Um, and it's a neutral site. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of jumping on the, the value that I think is still there of fading Texas AM. I think like publicly they're still being held in the regard of like, you know, they'll they'll cover a big point spread and they'll beat other really good teams because they have so much talent. And I think Arkansas is a really good team. They have a really fun offense that KJ Jefferson's their quarterback. He is a beast. I the whole offense goes through him. Um yeah, give me Arkansas here. I just I don't think AM's very good. They're just not a very good team, and they've got all this talent, but most of that talent is, I don't know, freshmen or sophomores, apparently, because the guys that are starting are not super impressive. And Arkansas has got a good offense. I'll take the Hogs, baby. 
Yeah, I mean, A&M, they, they beat an FCS team by 31, but after that, they lost at home to App State, and they snuck out of, um, well, they didn't sneak out of Miami, but they snuck past Miami at home. This one is not at home. It's not away either, but it's more hostile than than they've seen so far this year. And Arkansas is significantly the best team they've faced so far. Uh, I, I like the Hogs straight up. So, yeah, yeah A&M is just, uh, I, I don't think they're, they're that team this year. They've got Arkansas, then they get a breather against Mississippi State, then they get Bama, another breather, and then Mississippi, and then Florida. So, I mean, we could see if A&M is who we think they are, we could see them like sneaking out seven wins this year, which would be hilarious after all the preseason hype. Right, yeah. And as we're going through this this week, of course, we're giving you the the lines from Run Your Pool with our contest, and we are also giving you the updated lines from our friends at DraftKings. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and right now new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with the stepped-up same-game parlays. For every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with bigger payouts than ever. Why would you bet on football anywhere else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN for the Pigskin Podcast Network, of which we're a proud member, to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And of course, uh, you can listen to this podcast and other podcasts or audiobooks. Scott, are you an audiobook guy? I went through a phase. Um, would okay. you say that? Would you say that you have read an audiobook? I don't think so. I like, can you say, say like, yeah, I read that book? I mean, I could see why you would say that. I, I don't think. So. Well. I'd probably say I read the book and just not tell anybody I listened to it. Yeah, there you go. I, I think I'd do the same thing. But you can listen to audiobooks on your Raycon wireless earbuds. They look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are very comfortable. They give you eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life for half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder that they have over 50,000 five-star reviews. You can... Go into awareness mode. Noise isolation is on there. You've got three customizable sound profiles that you can select from. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN. And uh, Scott, do you have the list in front of you? I want to run through some winners here, some losers as well, of course. But uh, how are we looking on the contest? How are we looking? Um, well, I guess how are we looking? The, the collective we, all of us in this. Uh, you are top 10. You are at 10 and 10. You are tied for sixth uh, with four other folks. Our leader. How funny is that? Just just as a quick aside, like how difficult picking against the spread is. <laughs> I'm 500 and I'm in the top. 10 of our uh, contest here what's impressive is that like theoretically it should be like t- 500 should be average right like right if nobody knows what they're doing then like the distribution should be that that 500 is average so like we're actively the whole group everyone here with us is like actively bad like really bad at this <laughs> uh so shout out to us uh but hey that that gives opportunity to win and mr b white 
is taking advantage of that opportunity. He's sitting there at the top at 13 and seven. He's picked every week so far. A lot of folks have picked every week so far. So great job. Yeah, just in case it isn't super clear, it's not by winning percentage. It's by total correct picks. So we're getting points here. You get a point per pick in the, the end of the season. We'll see how many points you have. So if you're jumping in a little late or if you have a bad week or you forgot to set your picks, like maybe B. White just goes on a on a bad run here. Maybe he forgets to set his picks one week. Like there's there's plenty of time. Stay with us. Stay in it. I am at uh, eight points at eight and 12, which puts me in, uh, where am I? Jeez, I'm still scrolling. Tied for 27th, <laughs> which we have like uh, 73 entries. So, you know, it could be worse. Um, if you want the best chance to win, pick every week. I don't think that needs to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, our guy, Nate down there, who <laughs> is um, at four, he's he's the, the furthest down who's picked every week. An but impressively hey, bad run. The the luck is going to turn for you, not to. Not to, my to. friend. We need you to write down your picks, hand them to a, a friend, a trusted advisor, a spouse, a dog. Have them do the exact opposite. You'll be well on your way. We love the support either way. We like to kind of yank your leg, but uh, but seriously, thank you for for picking every week, for giving us something to chat about. Um, Four and sixteen, man, that is impressive. In one way or another, it's impressive. <laughs> uh, so we're going to get back to one that I know Nate is going to get right here. It just feels like he's an ACC kind of guy. 100%. So we're going to uh, number five Clemson, traveling to wherever Wake Forest is. I think it's in the Carolinas somewhere. Number 21, Wake Forest. This one's noon on ESPN. I mentioned our, our order's a little messed up, but we're, we're getting them all in there. So this one opened at Clemson minus six and a half, which I... I like that. I love that six and a half. Any game yeah. you can get six and a half always piques my interest. DraftKings moved it to seven and a half. Don't like that. So, Kevin, about a touchdown where are you at on that? So, for those who, who don't really pay much attention to stuff outside of like the Big Ten and our kind of footprint, uh, this Wake Forest Clemson game has been basically a, a total bloodbath the last few years so in a lot of the same ways that scott read off uh the michigan maryland runs over the last couple of years i have in front of me the last few times that clemson has played wake forest uh the last wake forest win was in 2008 uh the last few years clemson won by 20 24 49 60 14 so on and so on you get the point it's um it's just a bad matchup for wake forest they do that long rpo they they hold that mesh point and that works against a lot of teams but clemson's defensive line is so good that it just doesn't allow any of wake forest offense to really get started so Clemson is going to roll in this one again because clemson has rolled in this one basically since the beginning of time and I'm just going to kind of count on on that matchup for me. It's not really so much of a, like these players versus these players. It's just a schematic, terrible matchup for Wake Forest. So Clemson's going to roll. Yeah, Clemson looks um, better than the, the down year they had last year. I think they're back to being a, a power in college football for at least this year. Um, and that six and a half is a little too juicy with that, you know, touchdown covers it spread. So give me Clemson um moving out to the west coast here number seven 
USC under Lincoln Riley off to a hot start. Traveling up to Oregon State to face another team off to a hot start by their standards, the Beavers. Um, this one's at 9.30 on the Pac-12 network, if we have any West Coast folks who happen to get that. I don't know if I get that. I don't typically seek it out, but maybe I will this week. Uh, I find a stream game. somewhere. There you go. <laughs> uh, this one opened on Run Your Pool at USC minus 6.5. Again, that line we love. And it's moved down on DraftKings to USC minus 5.5. So folks are on the Beavers. What do you think? I'm just going to trust my eyes here. I've been really trying to keep an eye on what USC is doing because I'm just fascinated by that whole story with um, Lincoln Riley coming in and bringing Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison and Mario Williams, the other receiver. And I, I was skeptical that they would really hit the ground running. I thought, you know, the beginning of the season, there might be some growing pains and it's just a whole new cast of characters They've scored 66, 41, and 45 the last three weeks. And the defense is forcing a lot of turnovers. They're playing fast. They're, you know, not the best defense in the world, but they're opportunistic, which I like. I'm just going to trust what I'm seeing here in that USC looks a lot better than six and a half points better than uh, than Oregon State, who is a, a good team this year. But I just have a feeling USC is not being fully appreciated respected like that's i don't really like framing it in that way but i don't think people have quite caught on to how good they are already it's uh it's pretty impressive what usc's got going on so i think they'll roll in this one even though it's uh up in corvallis yeah i think the the west coast teams they take a little bit of time to to get their attention um they just don't get the publicity that the east coast teams do playing on those late games uh call it east coast biased if bias if you want um Nonetheless, USC's looked great. Lincoln Riley has that place humming. Um, the Beavers seem feel a little bit like a fraud to me. They haven't really faced any stiff competition. They are three and zero, but just I haven't seen it yet. Um, I don't. I'm not going to trust that till I see it. It's been a while since Oregon State's been anything. So give me the, the Trojans to to cover. If Oregon State keeps it around, you know, seven to ten, I'll be kind of impressed by them. I'll start to to give them a little bit of credence, but for now, uh, I think the Trojans are much further along. All right, the one you've been waiting for, uh, maybe depending on how you feel about last week, Minnesota coming to Spartan Stadium, where it all began for PJ Fleck. You may have seen those headlines. His first game as a head coach at Western was in Spartan Stadium, uh, so he's coming back. Three thirty. BTN, the big stage. Uh, this one, Run Your Pool, opened at Minnesota minus two and a half, and we're stuck there on DraftKings, Minnesota minus two and a half. So, or I mean, even if we're getting our three-point home advantage, underdogs at home under Mel Tucker in front of fans in a place that he's never lost in front of fans in the woodshed, coming off a loss. It's a lot of motivation, but we looked like Swiss cheese last week. So, Kevin, how you feeling about us this weekend? I went back and forth on this so many times, and I still don't feel great about my pick. Uh, to be frank with you guys, uh, I don't bet a ton of money, but I bet on a lot of these games just as a fun you know, couple bucks here and there. Uh, I'm not touching this game with my money because there's no way I can keep my bias out of it, and there's no way I can keep the emotions out of it because uh, I'm, I'm really scared this week. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, the The thought of two and two to start the season hadn't really entered my brain 
until quite recently. And, you know, I think going through our season predictions, we both had us starting, you know, five and one, six and one, whatever it was. And the thought of starting two and two, it just doesn't really sit well with me. So this game really worries me because Minnesota's a really good team. I picked them to win the West. Um, I, I don't know. You can call this an emotional hedge, but you know, we talked about all the matchups on the Wednesday show. So if you haven't, make sure you go back and listen to that. We break this whole game down. Um, I just, what I've seen from Tanner Morgan with, uh, what's his name? Kirk Shiraka, the offensive coordinator. Um, he just looks in time, in rhythm, it it just whenever he is forced to pass, it's that RPO and he gets the ball out on time and right in his receiver's hands. And I think that's what worries me most because that ground game is good and that defense is really good. So if you're telling me that uh, Morgan's capable of kind of just slowly picking us apart with those slant routes and that stuff over the middle behind the linebackers, that's that's what worries me the most matchup wise. But I, I'm going to go with Minnesota here. I think Minnesota might just be the better football team. And I, if you're counting on my brain, not my heart, I think Minnesota wins this game. I'm going to spare everyone for making a fart noise into my microphone, uh, but just know <laughs> I want to. Uh, come on, Kevin. In the woodshed, coming off a loss against a team we should match up better against than some offensive schemes underdogs all green uniforms for what it's worth i did i do like that it's going to be I dark like by the that. end of the game i love that 3 30 slot because it starts it during the day the and it ends at night it's so smooth and you don't even realize it right uh, until you watch the uh, highlights the next day and it's it's light again and you're yeah anyway the woodshed's going to be rocking msu's going to win that's all I got. I'm not picking against MSU. I hope you're right. So uh, there you have it. Um, I'm going to turn this thing around. My eight points, man. We're going to get up to like 14 this week. I can feel it. it's going to be a good week coming for uh, B. White. It's going to take me a couple weeks, but I'll get up there. Um, oh, we have a prop bet of the week, too. We wanted to throw this in here. <laughs> Go We're doing it. Iowa. Right. We are not going to pick the winner of Rutgers in Iowa because gross. Uh, the over under is 34 and a half, which is probably twice as much as it should be. Uh, our prop bet over under 14 and a half punts in this game. Yeah, we were doing like if you were an Iowa or a Rutgers fan and you're like forced to watch this, you know that Wisconsin, Ohio State's out there, but you have to watch your team, you got to support your team. And uh, we were thinking, like, well, the best way to do this would be make it a drinking game, you know, it's going to be a just a terrible game to watch so like finish your beer every punt and we're like well how many beers is that because i don't know if you're standing by the end of this game but 14 and a half i could put away 15 beers it would it would definitely be a lot but i i feel confident in my ability to do it if need be and i'll go over dude iowa rutgers you're telling me there's not going to be 15 punts in that game come on yeah i feel like every touchdown you'd have to take like three shots <laughs> it's it's just so rare um i wouldn't be surprised if there was less than two touchdowns in this game that is uh, going to be a rough watch i'll probably take the under just because we were looking at the iowa iowa state and there were six turnovers and only 10 punts in that game even though it was kind of built for punting so probably enough chaos to keep it under 
but uh, but it'll be close. I expect. Like how many times do sure. teams even get into the scoring? Like get into the red zone? I just great. it's going to be so many three and outs. Great punting battle too, right? Did Iowa yeah. retain their punter this yeah, year? Yeah, Tory Taylor. He's yeah, and I know Rutgers has like a nationally renowned With, punter too. Corsack uh, so. Adam Corsack. Yeah, these are these are two of the best five punters in the country. If you love punting, this is like. This is like a top five matchup for, like you said, both top five punters. So uh, for it's our fans of the UK battle. and uh, in Australia and, you know, the rugby fans out there, the the soccer fans out there who really love a good kick. Yeah, definitely tune in. That might be as close to rugby as, as football is going <laughs> to really get. Is. Just like every play is a scrum in the middle. Uh, you got tons of kicking. Um very rarely do you get a breakout <laughs> athlete, you know, in the open field. Um, yeah, if you're looking for just some really bad fun, um, make a drinking game out of it. Let us know how it goes, and uh, we'll be keeping an eye on punts in that one. It is after the Michigan State game ends, so you know we got time for it. All right, well, so we try to keep uh, these under a half picks. hour these days, and we're at like 28 minutes, Kevin. Yep. I think we're gonna pull. We got to wrap this thing up. So. Chatty. Well, uh, week four picks in the book. We've got a, a nice slate here. I, I really think there's fun games scattered throughout the noon to night window. So hopefully you have an opportunity to crash on the couch for a bit. Uh, but yeah, until Monday, where we will recap the Michigan State Minnesota game. I hope everybody has a great weekend for everybody traveling over to the woodshed. Make some noise. Uh, have some beers for us. And uh, that's about it. So go green. Go white. Take care, folks.